is Lilian Ogazi, and this is Nigeria Daily. Nigerians love to eat bomo, even when we know that it has very little nutritional value compared to beef. We love to see bomo in our Nigerian soups and stews. We call it the passenger. Well, here is why. Bomo has this sweet, thick, yet loose feel when claps against the upper and lower teeth that is so delicious you always want more. For those who don't know what bomo is, it's simply cow skin. Sounds a bit awkward, right? That awkwardness is Nigeria's delicacy. Ignoring Nigeria's love for Bomo, the Nigerian Institute of Leather and Science Technology, Nihilist, Zaria, says it is proposing a legislation to ban the consumption of animal skin, locally known as Bomo. Professor Mohamed Yakubu, Director General of Nihilist, said the legislation was necessary to revive the comatose leather industry in the country. He noted that the habitual eating of Bomo should be stopped in order to boost the nation's economy. Are Nigerians ready to let go of their delicacy for the sake of the economy? How do Nigerians feel about the legislation on the ban of Bomo? I went on the street to find out. Honestly, you know, to be honest, they are just a bunch of people sitting up there wasting our resources, wasting our, our funds. And now, annoyingly, they are now wasting my time. Basically, the time of every other Nigerian to be de- debating whether Bomo is important and how they intend to ban Bomo. Really, I'm not a big Bomo guy. But there are other ways that they can achieve whatever they want to achieve and avoid and leave Bomo alone. For me, I think Bomo is like part of the condiment in our, you know, feeding habit or feeding circle or our, you know, just basic catering. Bomo is some is right there. And, you know, in, in a lot of people's head, it's assumed to be protein. But, but I, I think that they, what they need to do is create more options for protein for us. And they make them cheaper and affordable. Can imagine me having, if I have one, you know, one drumstick, one chicken lap, like two or three in my plate, cheaper. I will not be stressed. Like, like me, I'm not a big Bomo guy. I will not be stressed about Bomo now. And then now has, you know, a way that it can impact on the overall consumption of Bomo. Probably help to reduce it naturally. Yeah, I mean the consumption. And which will help them to achieve this crap that they want to achieve. Well, personally, I don't feel okay about it. I know, yes, some people will say Bomo don't have any nutritional value or something. But I feel it adds something to our meal. Like, it's, let me call it passenger. So it adds beauty to the food. So when you make some soup and then you add some bomo inside, it's okay. So bounding bomo is not going to be a nice idea. So Will it be please. possible? Do you think they can do it? I, I personally don't think they can. There are other animal skin they can use for lead and every other thing. But why bomo? So are you ready to sacrifice your love for bomo to boost Nigeria economy? <laughs> if it's to boost Nigeria economy and if the economy is going to favor me, so why not? Okay. I can. Are you ready to give up your love for Pomo to boost the Nigerian economy? No. So why I love Pomo is that if I'm eating, if I don't like eating red meat, so I felt that uh, that Pomo now, you understand, can be a, a health benefit to my body more than red meat. Actually, is it banning totally or just for consumption? No, now. How can you ban Pomo uh, uh, just because of? To, uh, to boost Nigeria, we have we have a lot of uh, we have agriculture, we have oil that can boost our economy. So let them use that. Let them use, use something that will eat to now stop us from not eating bomo again. It's, 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 
it's, it's a fat. <laughs> I beg go. They should help us. Those were some Nigerians speaking. Nigerians love to eat pomo even when we are unsure of its nutritional value. Some people believe it has no nutritional value at all and some just love it but have no knowledge of its nutritional value. With how much it is consumed in Nigeria, what exactly is the nutritional value of cow skin or pomo as we call it? A dietitian tells us. My name is Nijinsula uh, Kabara. I'm a Nigerian registered, registered nutritionist dietitian and a fellow for Institute for Dietetics in Nigeria. I work presently with Bayer University Health Services as a clinical dietitian. Or more popularly, what is being called popularly because we can give it any name. Mm. But once we say POMO, we know what we are talking about. Mm. Since POMO is made up of nutrients, it is not just empty. Okay. Those nutrients that make up the POMO, if it is being eaten, that person will get those nutrients that actually make the pomo. So it is quite nutritious. Okay, so what are the Although nutritional not, value of okay, it? Okay, the nutritional value of pomo, it contains, it can give energy, a lot of energy, uh, weight. It contains carbohydrates. It contains water. It contains protein. It contains some amount of fat, though not much, and it contains fiber. Then in terms of our minerals, there's a lot of calcium in it. It contains iron, it contains magnesium, pomo contains phosphorus, and then it contains zinc. So by the profile of what it contains, we we'll say that pomo is quite nutritious. Pomo is good for persons that need to cut down on their weight because eating actual flesh like beef and mutton, because of what they contain, they contain a lot of fat. So it will promote compared to taking pomo because it contains less amount of um, fat. And then the protein is not complete protein. It's not as uh, complete as the protein in the flesh. So it is bad for those who want to cut down on their weight, but they cannot do without taking off flesh of any animal. Okay, how about cases of people who are watching their cholesterol level? Is Pomo also recommended? Yes, Pomo is recommended for that because it contains less, less amount of fat compared to the same quantity of food, of beef, or of meat, or of any kind of meat that is being eaten. So it is good for those who are watching their weight or who are going to be particular about the amount of fat that is being taken into the foods that they use. That was Hajia Deji Sule Kabara, a dietitian, speaking. What is the high consumption of pomo causing on the Nigerian economy? We will find out right after the break. Do stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are looking at the importance of pomo or cow skin to the Nigerian economy. Before we went on break, we had a chat with some Nigerians who told us how they felt about the proposed legislation by the federal government to ban public consumption of pomo. We further spoke to a dietitian who outlined the health benefits of pomo. Pomo has economic values that can help the country if converted to leather. But is the high consumption of pomo truly affecting the economy? An economist tells us. My name is Muda Yusuf. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of the Center for the Promotion of Private Enterprise, CPPE. For me, I think there are better ways of addressing issues of industrialization than this very simplistic way of going about it. First of all, if you want to ban Pomo, how do we enforce that? 
How do you enforce it? These are things that are all over the place. People are killing cow, killing goats and all of that. How, how do you enforce it? Secondly, we are talking about the little source of protein that the poor people, you know, have access to. We know the level of poverty in this in this economy now. Even the cheap protein like kote and all this okuiku uh, or what do you call all these fish, people can no longer afford them. What people can afford now is just some pieces of momo in their in their meal. So it would be to be most insensitive for us to not be talking about uh, banning the consumption of momo. Okay, we but we address these issues mm. in a much more fundamental way. So what are those ways where we can boost? Because they say the reason why they want to ban this pomo is to boost the leather industry. Now, what are ways they could boost the leather industry without it affecting the common man? If you want to boost the leather industry, then you have you you, you offer a, a greater price. If it is more profitable for those who are killing all these uh, cattle and something to sell to the leather producers, they will sell to leather producers rather than sell to the, to the people who are consuming it as pomo. This is pure economics. People sell to the highest bidder to the to where the market is. If they are making more money selling it as promo, then that means those who are using it as leather for, for this are not offering the right price. If they offer the right price, then people will sell it to them. That is what I think should happen. And in any case, in all these other advanced economies, you you, you invest a lot more in, uh, in in breeding a lot of cattle. There are cattle that are that give you a lot more leather. Lot more wool and all of that. You know, there are cattle that do that just like we have in dairy, dairy industry. So there has to be it has to be a major investment in that industry. I mean the livelihood of people and the and the and the leather industry, which one is more important? Which one is more important? So you want to deprive people of food because you want to encourage people who are wearing shoes and and, and, and carrying leather bags. Okay, sir. As an economist now, do you think the high consumption of pomo is costing Nigeria anything? Well, I I don't think what I do know is that it is adding to at least the food security of the citizens and people have something to eat that also has its value i mean how do you have a citizen that they can't afford fish they can't afford meat they can't afford chicken then you now say that you want to ban common i mean it should be most insensitive that is not that is not the way to go out not at this time not at this time you know how 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 angry people are because of poverty so, sir, are there ways... anybody be cont- cont- contemplating that? Okay, are there ways now you could recommend, like just list out ways you could recommend finally now to the government on how to boost the leather industry without affecting the uh, major one of these consumptions um, food products that Nigerians are using during this era? The way to do it is to give more incentives for those who are buying the leather. You want to buy leather because those who have access to the leather, they have two options. Either to sell to those who are consuming it or to sell it to those who are using it for the leather industry. So if they are more empowered to offer a higher price, then they will get it. That is one way. The second way is to invest more so that we can boost the output of this leather. You know, if the output is bigger, both those who are using it for leather and those who are using it for common, everybody will to be a win-win. So we need to grow it because right now what we have in the cattle industry are all these traditional nomadic uh, cattle rearers. There is no investment yet like grazing is there, like, where you can feed them and they can even give you the kind of leather that you need. This idea of burning pomo is a very simplistic way of addressing a much more fundamental problem. That was Muda Yusuf, an economist speaking. Now, contrary to Muda Yusuf, Aaron Anwasi, who also is an economist, seems to have a different view. Let's listen to him. I am Mr. Anwar Wasi The 
animal hide, which is pomo, it is supposed to be used in the leather industry for the production or manufacturing of items like bags, belt, uh, and shoes. Mm. So if this is not is the, the demand for which the industries have for this is not optimal, it means the level of production of these items will also go down. So that is the economic implication of it. The industry, the leather industry will not measure up, will not be able to satisfy the aggregate demand of Nigerians mm. since the raw material itself is not in adequate supply. Okay. Oh. Although looking at it, apart from that too, mm. government tax these industries that are into the uh, production of items like that. Okay. So if the raw material is not in enough supply, mm. definitely the revenue which government would have generated through taxing of these industries will go down, will shrink down, and it will affect government's uh, revenue, so to speak. Okay, so do you think the government should ban the consumption? of? Because they've come out to say they want to ban the consumption of Pomo because they feel it's costing the economy a lot, that it should be made into leather instead of Nigerians consuming it. Do you think the government should go ahead with that move? Yes. If you ask me as an economist, I will say yes. Yes, because the that a lot of Nigerians, although we look at it and refer to it as a, a common poor man's food, mm-hmm. it's not everybody considering the hardship the economic hardship that we are being confronted with. It's not everybody that can afford to buy, let's say, beef meat. Mm. I was told that a kg of beef meat now costs 2,000 to 5,000. So a lot of people who are poor, they now fall back on this moment as their own available uh, meat. If you look at it from the angle of the poor man's food, which the poor man will be at the receiving end of the government policy, you will now say that if government should go ahead and implement the policy of banning Pumu in the country, people will look at it as not being people oriented in the policy. All right. That was Aaron Anwasi, an economist speaking. With how loved this delicacy is, can Nigeria truly let go for the sake of the economy? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Jos, Padegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you could reach us via social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.